Blog Talk Radio. morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, My Mornings with Jesus. And the promotional material reads like this. Each morning I awaken is a gift from God. At the top of the hour, 6 a.m., I am getting out of bed. Most of the time, I'm eager to give God my first few seconds, minutes, or hours. On a day when I arise, on a good day when I arise, I pray and give thanks for another day and welcome what lies ahead. I ask God to order my steps. My desire is to give him my first fruit of another day. In complete honesty, I don't always approach my mornings like that. What about you? We know our mornings can be consumed with what we want and feel are important. Coffee, tea, newspapers, breakfast, TV, radio, spouses, children, etc. What is the advantage of spending the first seconds? minutes, or hours of our morning with Jesus. Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 through 24 says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. I enjoy mornings. I don't know about you, but I do, especially when the weather is nice and the sun is shining. When it's bright outside, getting out of bed is easy peasy. On those days when it's dark and damp and gloomy, not so. Regardless of what the morning looks like or how I feel, I've worked on disciplining myself to arise and spend time with God. I literally have this pamphlet called Mornings with Jesus, and I changed the name of my episode to My Mornings with Jesus, not to be accused of of plagiarizing. But it's a small booklet full of daily encouragement for my spirit. It's a guidepost publication, very much like Daily Bread or Daily Word. It's published quarterly, and I live and breathe to read my daily short passage and scripture in the morning. It is the best way that I can start off my mornings. I also spend time in prayer. Daily, I pray for an ongoing list of people. Or, in obedience, I pray for a list of people that God brings to mind for whatever reasons. And then, of course, I spend time praying for my family and friends. And, yes, my multiple lists do overlap. Now that I'm retired, I have more time to spend with Jesus in the morning. When I was working, it was a little more challenging. 
if I'm striking a sensitive chord and someone out there can relate, high five. So if you're asking the question, does it have to be morning? No. Let me just say that for the record. There is no prescribed time to spend time with Jesus. We each have to figure out and find out what works best for us. I'm speaking about mornings on today because, number one, the episode is entitled My Mornings with Jesus, and number two, now hear me out on this, number two, there is something about giving God the first fruit of everything, our time, talents, resources, and finances. So often, we get into the habit of giving back to God what's left over. Years ago, I was not a morning person at all. And with all the responsibilities as a single parent, such as working full-time, commuting home, uh, commuting to and from work, preparing and serving dinner, doing homework with the kids, etc., by nighttime, I was absolutely exhausted. I tried to spend time with Jesus, but for some reason, it was sort of hit or miss. I could not mentally, physically, or emotionally follow through with the commitment I kept making over and over and over again. I tried putting it on my calendar. I tried an alarm system. I tried bright bedroom lights. I tried sitting at the kitchen table instead of reading or praying in the bed. You name it. It just didn't work. Again, it doesn't have to be morning. The key is that we, you and I, are spending time with Jesus. So however, hear this, you know, hear this out. However, starting your day off in the morning is a good way to start. It's the perfect time to gather our thoughts so we can purposefully and intentionally go about our day. Spending time with Jesus in the morning affords us that opportunity to attune our ears to God's voice at the top of the day, the start of our day. We must learn the discipline that we need to do what God wants us to do when and how he instructs. So let's take a look at some scriptures. Genesis chapter 1 verse 5, it says, God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning one day. If you continue to read in Genesis chapter uh, 1 and look at verse 8, 13, 19, 23, and 31, that same phrase, and there was evening and there was morning, is repeated when God created the second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth days. Not only is there a physical difference between morning and evening, but there is a symbolical difference also. So morning depicts brightness, freshness, new beginnings, new opportunities, new hope, and transformation. The morning can also be considered a rising, a rising. Evening symbolizes darkness, a world without God's presence. And night always occurs when suffering is worst. Evening can also be considered a setting or a closing out. In the Old Testament, we have accounts where Abraham rose early in the morning. Abimelech rose early in the morning. And David went to Abimelech when he was seeking refuge from Saul. 
they, the children of Israel, arose early in the morning to exchange oaths. Laban rose early in the morning. That was Jacob's um, uncle. Joseph went to his brothers in the morning. Joshua rose up early in the morning. And then King David arose in the morning. In Genesis chapter 7, verse 15, it says, Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he is going out to the water and station yourself to meet him on the bank of the Nile. And you shall take in your hand the staff that was turned into a serpent. God continued to direct Moses to rise up early in the morning and go to Pharaoh. And then in Exodus chapter 34, verse 2, it says, So be ready in the morning and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai and present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. In Psalm 5 and verse 3, it says, My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. That's King David saying he is going to speak to the Lord in the morning directly, directly to the Lord, and he's going to look up, lift his eyes up to the heavens. And then in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 through 24, it says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. That says to me that God has a great love and compassion for his people, and that love and compassion is fail-proof. They never fail. It also tells me his great love and compassion are new every morning. Just think, we have a constant and something new to look forward to every morning. Remember, morning depicts brightness, freshness, new beginnings, new opportunities, new hope, and transformations. To realize that promise, we have to see and experience the morning. Psalm 30 and 5, this is the New American Standard Version. The other passages were the New International Version. Psalm 30 and 5 says, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. I love that passage. It's a promise. If we are having hard times and are discouraged, this promise says that sadness and weeping endures through the night. But when the morning comes, we can shout for joy. We can rejoice. And here again. God's great love and compassion are new every morning. We have to hear it, rehearse it, believe it, and receive it. So in closing, how will you choose to spend your mornings? What takes up your time in the morning when you get up and get out of bed? What do you do first? Most of us go use the restroom and have a bio break or whatever. Uh, but what really, where is your focus? And in order to determine how you might do differently in the morning, will it mean waking up a little earlier? Will it mean going to bed a little earlier? 
you know, it takes 30 days to establish a habit. So let's consider a few Christian disciplines, such as devotion, Bible study, prayer, that we can practice during our mornings with Jesus. And we can call that my mornings with Jesus. I have my mornings with Jesus, and this is what I do. Whenever we engage in Christian disciplines, we will mature in Christ. There's no doubt about it. Try it and see how giving back to God a portion of what he's given us through this gift called life can and will make a difference. It's amazing how starting your mornings with Jesus will set the course for your day. If you want to start out with just a few passages, you want to start out reading a chapter, however you want to do it. You want to get a hold of a daily bread, a daily word, mornings with Jesus, whatever you choose. Just make a commitment that you're going to spend the top of your day with Jesus in his presence, at his feet, giving him the first fruit of your day, your time. And again, as I said, it's amazing how starting your mornings with Jesus will set the course of your entire day. So with that, I want to say God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.